<laughs> Mike Feeney. What up? What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? This is great. Man, is great. yeah, Mike's been a Mike's been a gem of a person sitting here the last twenty five minutes while we've been having technical difficulties. Yeah, but you're here. I'm here. I'm We're here right in it. Now. Yeah. It's okay. This is great. I got nothing but time, pal. <laughs> I got nothing but time. Well, that's a very polite way of saying you are fuming on the inside <laughs> right now. No, 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 man. It's yeah, fine. Shit, I just, I, I got nothing but time. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody's ever said that genuinely, yeah. <laughs> that phrase. Like, no, dude, it's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah I've got, I've got nothing but time. Yeah, waste my day. Yeah, no, totally. It's not like I'm only here for a short amount of time <laughs> yeah. visiting from New York trying to make the rounds or anything. Sure, it's zero degrees in New York. It's bright and 70 degrees here. I don't want to enjoy any of that sun. No, I'd rather be inside. let's stay cooped up in a studio. <laughs> yeah. That's where I want to be. Mike is uh, out uh, visiting from New York. Very funny friend and New York comedian who uh, just had a great album debut at number one on iTunes, Rage Against the Routine. Hell yeah, man. Heck yeah, dude. This is exciting. It's exciting. Debut album. Feels good. Getting yeah. a lot of love uh, on it on, so far. So uh, yeah, people check that out. Well, let's keep it going. Woo. Jared, I don't have a name for uh, the listeners of this show. I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those right. guys who are like my wanderers. Yeah. It's not you bad know. though. It's, it's all right. Wonders is bad. I like how you would like that's something you for sure have been workshopping and you tried to just tease it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't have a name. Like, I don't maybe have a like Wonders. But I don't know. What about <laughs> <Yeah>. this? Boo to boo. It definitely wouldn't be Wonders, right? Right, guys? Unless you guys think it's cool. This, the, the one person in the studio audience is, <laughs> yeah. is clapping right now. We might have to do a studio audience. We might have to cut to a studio audience sometime, Gage, where it's just. One man clapping. Yeah, I like that. We'll see. I'm just workshopping ideas <laughs> yeah. at this point. We're I'm just, just like figuring it I'm out. I'm just figuring things out. Um, yeah. Uh, so Mike and I originally met at uh, New York Comedy Club, probably. Yeah. Through uh, our buddies uh, Casey Balsham and Robbie Slowick. Two very funny comedians. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it was probably through the stand-up on the spot out there, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've done that multiple times. You've done it in New York. You've done it in L.A. the last time you yeah, visited. Man. Great. It's, yes. It's, and for some reason, I mean, New York, it's always hot and fun, but it's it's different when it's like your your home and your home club. So you're kind of like, you're just, you're just now it's a different show in the same stage, but uh, when I did it at the belly room, when you had it there, man, that, that earlier this year, that was killer. I mean, it was sold out and just the energy in that place was, was awesome. It was yeah. Rocking. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I did your podcast. Uh, you do a great podcast with, uh, Mike Cannon. Yeah. Irish goodbye podcast. Irish goodbye storytelling podcast. Check that out. If you like stories and Jeremiah was great on it. We did it, uh, last year. God, that was like a year ago. Isn't that weird? That was, that was already yeah. like a year ago. That was before Mike had a kid. Oh, that was wow. before Mike's wife was even pregnant. This Whoa! Was like kind of a, it's so weird. We were just talking about that. Uh, I was talking with uh, Mike Cannon and Brendan Sagala, who I was out here with last time, and uh, I was going to uh, that Genghis Cohen, that place um, that there's a there's a comedy show that uh, yeah, Blair, the Blair runs, yeah, yeah and stuff. But they have Chinese food there, right? So. I was like, maybe I'll eat there. So I texted them. I was like, hey, I I'm having trouble remembering. Do you guys remember if the food was good there? Because we ate there. And Mike was like, 
I was hammered, but I think it was great. And Brendan was like, yeah, we were drinking before we went there. And then I was like, and we drank when we were there. And then Mike was like, and we drank afterwards when we were there. And so that whole trip was just debauchery, man. We were just, which is funny because we were three guys in long-term relationships. So like when I say debauchery, I mean, just mean like drinking a lot, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. drinking and smoking weed. Like. As debaucherous as they can get with <laughs> and being in committed relationships. Yeah. And then it, Dude, just, it was wild. Yeah. Don't even get me started. We had martinis at 10 p.m. It yeah. got so crazy. It literally, been, one of the nights ended up with Brendan and I at 3.30 in the morning watching episodes of Frasier together. Like, that's how wild and crazy we were. Dude, uh, I was just on the road with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe and Joel Jimenez. Uh, we uh, were all staying in... We usually... Joel and I will stay <laughs> in a uh, in one room, and then Tony will stay in his own room, and Brian Redband will stay in his own room. So Joel and I are always bunking together, but there was a mess up at the hotel where uh, they're like, we don't have any rooms available with two beds in them. So, uh-huh. but we what we can do is uh, we can upgrade you guys to the penthouse suite, and we're like, what is that? And it was a three bedroom, three bathroom on the top level, and, we're, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> That'll do. I was like, I think Tony or Brian will be okay with, you know, staying in the same quarters (laughs) as us. And so we're like, we're eating DiGiorno pizza at like 3.30 in the morning that we got from a 7-Eleven. And we're watching infomercials (laughs) on this beanie that is for for women that is uh hair that is connected to the beanie uh-huh for women who want to just roll out of bed and get the day going and then just put that on it's a wig wow attached to a beanie like one of those trucker hats with a fake mullet yeah like it's that's sewn exactly inside. what it is but this is like a high quality high supposedly high class thing they were like a hundred and fifty dollars Get out of and here. and then i went on amazon and you could get some for like thirty dollars online I mean, it must be a high quality. Maybe they're using real hair. I mean, the real hair wigs are the expensive. <laughs> Judging by this infomercial, I don't think so. It's just four easy payments of nineteen ninety five. It was something know? like that. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely one of those things. That's how they get you? What a weird way to describe how much something costs is by the like a like you know what I mean? Just to be like, this is a thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm sorry. I mean, ten easy payments of a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that they would be able to sell like weddings uh, like that and be like, it's ten easy installments of like, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, what? Ten? Yeah, yeah ten exactly. installments. Why am I paying an installment what's the price let me pay for it yeah what's going on with this yeah very bizarre uh so speaking of uh wigs i do this segment on the show i didn't prep you on this i don't prep the guests on this uh it's called wig (laughs) it's it's an original name stagehand uh get me the box stagehand all right so this is what this segment is. Okay. I have a box of wigs. I was just thinking, can I just say about this? Because I know that you used to do, you know, like the wave for roast battle and stuff. And then mm-hmm. obviously with Kill Tony, I was like, the amount, like, I'm, it's got to be thousands of dollars you must have spent in costumes over the years. And mm-hmm. I was like, does he throw them out? Does he keep them? I mean, you're, you're, I don't know where you store this, but you're, if it's at your apartment, it must just it's be. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah. It's literally getting obscene. Like the storage that I, the storage bins of wigs and costumes. Is it organized or is it just punched into there? Uh, it's semi-organized. My spring cleaning, uh, this year, I have to reorganize it because I've added so much new stuff. I have a catalog, uh, of the wigs and different costumes, uh, in some of the bins. Yeah. And I have different 
areas. So if I need to find something, I know where it's at. So everything's in categories. Like I have like gloves, bandanas, like accessories all in wow. one drawer, necklaces smart, and different dude. things. Start to, smart to organize. And then the wigs are the wig section is starting to get crazy because I I've added so many new wigs in the last year because we've been traveling so much with Kill Tony and different stuff like that that I've added more. So I need to recategorize the of wig course. section because it's, wow. it's, it's starting to get out of control. That's insane. Yeah. I just was wondering that anyway. Yeah. So I grabbed a handful of wigs here mm-hmm. and uh, basically what we do in this segment is you're going to choose a wig for me to wear and I'm going to choose a wig for oh. you to wear. Great. And uh, we're going to figure out who these people are once we put these things on and then uh, we'll, we'll, we might do a scene or something. Sure. And this looks weirdly natural. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I can see it, you know. Oh, the hat. There you go. <laughs> it went from it went from girl to like 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 super surfer Jay bro, and like Silent real quick. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Hey. Hey. Um. Dude. Hey. What's going on, dude? Right. I think I think you okay. So let's figure out who these people are, okay? <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> okay, so we can either. I think we. Okay, we, I think we're like close to a beach somewhere. Yeah. Maybe right? Venice. Okay, let's say we're at Venice. All right. Okay, so we're here at Venice Beach, and um, I think we are about to uh uh we either. Uh, maybe we're medical. Maybe we're the clerks at a medical marijuana dispensary. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're the dudes who uh, wear those those green crosses. Yeah. We try to get people to come in, and it's a slow day. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. And Let's you're do it, okay. What 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 do you think my name is? What do you think? Your name? Uh, uh, yeah, dude. Bryson. <laughs> Bryson, <laughs> Bryson's a pretty good name, dude. Yeah, Bryson's bro. a pretty good name. Okay, uh, I think that your name is uh, Laramie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's freaking good. <laughs> is that the cigarettes from like The Simpsons or something? <laughs> I know it's uh, the there's it's a Laramie so project, but that's yeah. a completely different yeah. play. Uh, Laramie and Bryson. But, but I feel like Laramie and Bryson are a couple of people who just like get it, dude. Fuck yeah, right? Okay, so it's slow day. We're in Venice Beach, yeah. and uh, we're just shooting it. You know? Yeah, just shooting just it, bro. Shooting it. Dude, Laramie, we gotta get more customers inside this. Otherwise, we're gonna get fired, dude. Bryson, I don't know what's going on, bro. I mean, we're talking to them, we're letting them know the good word about the good plant that we like, and they're just not fucking doing it. Dude, I, I I feel like we need to freaking like work on like our tactics on getting people in. Like, I think our like initiation line, like you want weed, is like not strong enough, dude. Well, but it's so direct and to the point. See, that's what I thought initially, dude. But yeah. I think sometimes like it like scares people because like the the connotation with the word weed is like sometimes like still harsh for some people. You know? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so what should we what should we say? I think maybe we should say something like, um, "Do you ha- do you suffer from back pain?" 
you know what I mean? Like so maybe like like a medical. Yeah, let's go like the more medical route rather than uh, like the literal route. You know? Or uh, is uh, is insomnia something that you or your family might be suffering from, uh, dude? Currently, yes, yeah. yeah. Say that to a woman as she walks by, curious, looking at the different T-shirts around us in uh, Venice. All right, all right. Hey, hey, lady, uh, are you tired sometimes? And then you suffer from insomnia. She's she's picking up her pace and walking. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. I think that was a pretty good one though. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, are you going to be competing in the uh, World Hacky Sack competition that's going on next week in the dude, tournament? I appreciate you remembering, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, you, you know, freaking I mean, play, you placed last year, I mean, dude. I you ran place last can, year. I can sack, dude. You can sack, dude. I can sack you if can I got it. Sack, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been working with the trainer. It's looking good. Dude, you know? what's your trainer look like, dude? Oh, bro. He's one of the best. I mean, he's he? fucking. Yeah, dude. You didn't know him. He's all pro. His yeah. name is Jehovian. Oh, Jehovian. He's yeah, like a dude. walking dreadlock, dude. I yeah. love that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's good, dude. dude. It's yeah. tubular. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so we're going to go up uh, right near Santa Monica, do the sack, and then uh, that'll be it, bro. Yeah, dude. Um, I love his lifestyle. Just, like, kind of chilling and and yeah. just, like, we get a... It's kind of a dream job because, like, they say don't take your work home with you, but, dude, when you work in the weed business, it's like, what are you going to do, hey, man? You got to take it home, bro. What are you going to do, I dude? can't take the Earth home with me? Come on. It's part of the Earth, dude. Yeah, it's dude. like, that's my Captain Planet, dude. That, I'm like the Earth guy, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the dude who doesn't heart. Dude, I'm freaking <laughs> crying. I don't know why, dude. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's happening to me. I don't What's know going on? Like, you sick? Yeah, I think I don't know if it's a sativa. Like, like, oh. like, freak, I don't know. If it's like, did somebody dose me, dude? I'm freaking. <laughs> C- CBD THC levels are all messed up, bro. I don't know what's happening right now. I'm getting like super oh, emotional, no. dude. No, you are right. I, I think I'm questioning whether or not like this is really me as a person because like okay. I, I sometimes struggle with identity because like since I don't have a personality, sometimes I just associate weed for my entire life and then people just kind of write me off as a pothead and like, they start even getting me, dude. Bryson, you're so much more than a pothead, dude. I mean, you... You you have uh, what do you know about me? Like seriously, uh, Laramie. Like, can you name three things about me that aren't associated with weed or hacky sack or munchies, bro? Uh, well, uh, I mean, I've seen you surf. That's maybe, dude. That's st- I can barely I, surf, and that's still in the Venn diagram of smoking true. weed, man. Uh, you had uh, what was that other thing? You had the you had those weed. Sh- Oh, those were weed brownies you were selling. Dude, yeah, man. It's, can you name three things about me, yeah. dude? I'm having oh, yeah. a freaking... Okay. I'm having a quarter-life crisis right chill. now. Like, just everything's chill. coming down on me right now, man. Just chill. Okay, uh, you, uh, you, you, have, uh, you have sandals on, so that's... You That's know? just something about my physical appearance, man. Right. Like, like, like everything that you're saying is reinforcing, like exactly what I'm finding out about myself. Dude, this is a trip, man. I, I don't know. This isn't even my real voice, man. No, this isn't. What? Yeah. What's your voice? <laughs> Hello. No. This is this no! is what I actually sound like. No. Yeah. Are you kidding? But you know, I can't offer people marijuana with this voice working <laughs> at a dispensary. Yeah, I did. I Go can. with that, man. I can't. Did. Would you like some sticky icky green? Oh, yeah, you dude. see, man, nobody wants to buy from that yeah, guy, dude. I'm freaking d- freaking out, dude. dude. You sound so 
so much more official, bro. It's oh, like you're a doctor. I can heal all of your ailments. Oh, dude. You think I can become a doctor? Yeah. You sound one better than me, dude. I love that voice. Oh, okay, okay, maybe. Yeah, like, embrace it. Embrace it? Embrace it, Okay, dude. maybe I ask this woman yeah. over here. Excuse me. Do you suffer from back pain? Do you suffer from chronic... Uh, what's... Are you... Are you sure? Dude, I don't know oh, Dr. No, Wurtz, no, no. I don't know Dr. Wurtz. She left, God man. God damn it. Well, she looked scared because you kind of stroked out I for a little bit. I did stroke out, dude, because I'm freaking out, man. <sighs> I got to reevaluate my life. Dude, I think we're going to be justified. You know what? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. That was a... Uh, was that 40 minutes? That was, that was 40 minutes of a Venice Beach scene. And you know what? I actually enjoyed that. I got lost. I, I, started, have, yeah. I started crying as that character, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was, I started. The, the thing I got to tell you that I really uh, respect about you is <sighs> I think uh, I'm good. I, I fancy myself a person who can be good with voices, but I've realized my limitations. And that is I think I can do just about any impression for seven words. And then after that, it, I can't. It goes back into Feeny. It's diminishing returns. Yeah. Or it starts to morph and change as it did a number of times during that. Uh, but I think uh, you have the ability to sustain that and really stay in it, which is a very difficult trait. You know, well, it's not just about the voice. It's I think about it's partly uh, I'm crazy in some ways because I go somewhere that uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I go with my with my head. Where well, like when I'm there, everything else is gone. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I see, know. I start overthinking. I start being like, how would they pronounce this word? You know what I mean? And then oh, yeah. it all once you start, it's that kind of that. Oh, thing. yeah. Once you're out of it, it's one of those things like when you're doing stand up on stage and you start thinking about other things and you're not being present and you start thinking about, oh, I just tripped up on that last word. Right. I, you start overthinking the analytical part of stand-up. You're like, it's before over. long, you're like, oh, I'm not being funny. I'm thinking about how I'm not doing well right now. Right, yeah, 100%. But. Yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, no, man, it's a it's a testament to you and to be able to just do that, man. It's great. Um, that was fun. Yeah, dude. I enjoyed that, man. <laughs> What a what a what a what a what a silly goose time! What a, what a, what, a, what a little fun release! <laughs> yeah, dude, it's uh, it's I just I'm still just laughing thinking about your house and like you you like open a closet and then like you know I picture you just shoving everything and then slamming you know oh, what I mean? dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> opening it and just a mound of things come out. Yeah, every time I try to close the door, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if you just have the funny sound effects, you know, hitting the, you know, certain things, the closet door. Yeah. Ah, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, this thing has changed my life. Well, you know, that was one of the things that we were going over when uh, we, when we were chilling while we were getting some technical kinks worked out was uh, this bad boy right here. And, uh, you know... We have the more masculine version of Mike Feeney on the show right now, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I think I'd like to talk to him, actually, for a moment. Oh, I'm right here. Oh, man. This sounds nothing. You're, uh, not to not to diss the original Mike Feeney, the, the, the guy who's my friend who I know and love, but uh, your voice is drastically lower. Uh, have you been taking, like, you know, HGH or, like, what's going on? 
I've been watching a lot of Michael Bay films and uh, <laughs> stuff with The Rock, mostly things with The Rock. So okay, cool. Uh, what's what's your? Happens. Did you see that one uh, <laughs> rock movie where he there's like a building and he only has one leg? And uh, this is a real rock movie, by the way, that I saw in theaters. Skyscraper. <laughs> Skyscraper. Of course. I did saw you it. saw that? Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, man. That's what. That's why my voice is this way. Really? Yeah. 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 I think uh, you know if you you know, commit yourself to the rock's religion, then you start becoming more manly and you start working out and stuff. Oh, a hundred. And I'm also eating 4,000 calories every Sunday on my cheat day. Oh yeah. I saw that you ate cookies and can I just say it was so cute on your Instagram when I saw, uh, you know, the rock eating, uh, cookies. It was pretty cool. Well, yeah, I do eat them like a little squirrel, but, uh, I ate 4,000. Wait, I'm starting to think that this isn't Mike Feeney's, Like more masculine. So I'm, th- this is the rock. <laughs> if you smell what I'm cooking, you know. Oh man, dude. <laughs> Here's the thing. I can't be around in public anymore as the rock. People know me. It's it's a, it's a tough situation. I got a family I'm trying to protect. Sometimes I go undercover as Mike Feeney's deep voice. Really? Yeah. This is fascinating. Do you have any other projects in the works? Uh, the Rock. Uh, like, do I call you Rock or The Rock when I'm referring to you? You can call or me. Or can I call you Dwayne? You can call me Dwayne Rock, oh, actually. Okay. I, yeah. I still need to include the Rock yes, part, though. It's, it's a branding okay. issue at oh, this point. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's one of those things where uh, if they don't put The Rock on something, are peop- there's going to be a lot of people who don't know that Dwayne Johnson, who that guy is. Right. It's a very boring name that I should have changed immediately upon entering show business. Well, what about Ludacris? I mean, like, I feel like he's kind of in a similar boat with, uh, you know, you guys have to put your your nicknames in the middle of your name. I Chris have, Ludacris Bridges, is that right? I have no idea what his actual name is, but I think that oh, we're getting a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, I got a thumbs up. Yeah, from, yeah. We have a black panel over here <laughs> behind the glasses. just like, this What's is this? like... Hell yeah. <laughs> Whenever I, I get anything uh, right from uh, black culture, it's just a thumbs up and like, yeah, man. What? What is his name? Uh, Chris Ludacris Bridges. See, now he should call himself Ludacris Bridges. Oh, Luda Chris Bridges. Obviously, yeah. Uh, obviously. Luda. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be that. Ooh, and a blueberry yum yum and it's all good. Ludacris, one of the most underrated rappers so funny one of the funniest rappers of all time i mean he's solid man Incredible. and you guys were in the fast and furious movies together right we, we were we had a little overlap there but uh yeah i love the i love fast and the furious i love driving i love uh anything where i get to punch and throw people through things is kind of you know that's my vertical oh you know what's really strange is uh one of your co-stars is actually uh i'm gonna patch him through uh we have um crystal clear audio actually uh new technology of uh the way people skype into the show sometimes oh and uh your your co-star of uh, a movie that you came out with uh recently which was was a spinoff of Fast and Furious. Jason Statham yes. is actually Hobbs Shaw. Yeah, Hobson Shaw. See, you know what's up. Uh, Statham is actually. Uh, I'm gonna patch him through into the show. Oh, right now. please, get him in. Is this rock? Uh, hey, Jace, what up, bro? I mean, I told you not to call me Jace anymore, but I mean, you're so large. I guess I'll let you have that. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I do kind of get in my way a lot, but uh, you're no joke either. You look like you know uh, a lot of this. You see, I'm a shorter guy, but I will kill you. I'll crush you with your own eyeball. It's something about your uh, your ego. It's a little out of whack because you're so short, but you make up for it in uh, aggression. Well, guess what? I've got little man syndrome, and I've got to prove myself over and over. And even though you're much larger than me, and it doesn't make sense at all that we could actually sustain a fight in real time together, I like that we've made multiple movies out of our relationship fighting with one another. I think we check off just about every box that you need. It's male, testosterone, short guy, big guy, brown guy, white guy, British guy, punch guy. How about that? See, I think all of those provide great ratings for box offices. They really do. They Women do. not not interested so much in the, uh, in the, in the demographic except um, for the fight scenes where we have our shirts off. Well, right. Then we got then then we check off a whole new b- box of lists right over there. <laughs> you know we've got squirters, we've got lovers, we've got huggers, we've got fighters. Did we've, you say squirters? Yes, that was my okay, first one. Okay. You know, as soon as as soon as they see both of us oiled up with our shirts off, right? They just lose their bloody minds in their pants. Yeah, they just start spraying like like one of them fire hydrants in a Spike Jones movie. It's their rock bottom. That is their rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a good time catching up with you. I oh. mean, I c- mate, I could talk to you Always so a pleasure. long. Always a pleasure. Always oh. a pleasure. <laughs> Until Always. our next movie, which comes out in probably two to three weeks. Actually, Hobson Shaw 2, 3, 4, and 5 is in post-production right now. I love the, the plot line of Hobson Shaw 5, where uh, you're just on the other side of a brick wall, and I have to punch it through, and then you have to do kicks towards the wall, and whoever gets to the other side first wins. Yeah, Hobson Shaw, Rocky Road is the sequel coming out. Uh, uh, Hobson Shaw 3, things are getting a little more rocky. It's coming out real soon. <laughs> And also, um, let's see, Hobbs and Shaw 4. Do you remember the title on that one? It was something along the lines of uh, Punch to Death, but I'm not sure. It'd still be a working it's title. It's a working yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Punch to Death. I'll get that. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Okay, well, I gotta go. All right. All right. Good talking to you. I right, love you, Rocky. Bye. All right. All right. Love you. Did he say, Love you, Rocky? Bye? Oh. I think he did. Oh, wow. Is <laughs> the rock still here? <laughs> 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 Jeremiah clearly trying to exit the bit. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, The Rock is still here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, well, I guess I'll have to uh, talk with him a little bit longer. Interesting. Yeah. It's also, it is fun when that picks up because it does sound like there's a stu- studio one. It just sounds like there's a deep-voiced man laughing. Yeah. Just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 you just laugh near it. <laughs> Yay! Wow, we're doing great. Yeah, the one, the the one deep voice slow guy is here yeah. in the in the vicinity. <laughs> oh. Dude, man, yeah, it's uh, I, I, Jason Statham to me was always one of those guys where what was that movie he did where he like got injected with like an adrenaline thing and he had to keep his heart that, rate up. That was called Crank. Crank, yes, one dude. of my favorite films. <laughs> what a great film that was. I mean, not really, but if I don't keep my blood pressure and heart rate above this amount, yeah, this bomb will explode inside my body. It's like the movie Speed, but with a human being in my body. It's Jason Statham. It's literally like they went in and they were like well we got to make an action movie 
people loved speed. And what if, and they're like, speed? Wait a minute. Speed. What if we put it in a human body? Yeah. What if we put speed uh. in his body and then he needs to be going at a certain rate? You know, it's like, okay. Really, really thin plot line. But Step uh, over, Keanu Reeves. You're a little bitch <laughs> compared yeah. to me. Dude. A bus, very easy. My body, much harder. A Jason Statham John Wick fight oh, would be man, that's awesome. Got to happen. Well, dude, they already set up John Wick four. They did keep, they? Yeah, I mean, uh, without giving anything away, like he doesn't die at the end of, of John course. Wick three, so they're gonna keep coming after him somehow. Which John Wick three, I watched on a plane. That movie should not be allowed to watch on a plane. Yeah, it is so violent. I'm just like watching him, like, <laughs> like just like twist people's arms yeah. off and like, like decapitate people. And dude, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on the flight. And uh, oh, again, also scene. don't want to give spoilers, but that last the scene, last scene is so graphic. It's so graphic, but also like really really funny it's so funny it's in a like weird dark, sick so, way so people that are not watching the movie and haven't seen it around the flight it's like 9 a.m and they're seeing me laugh like belly laugh at <laughs> at a, at men at just like a brutal murder like it's just so so you're that plain guy who he, laughs out loud at the well movie. i'm not <laughs> trying to but it's just <laughs> so fun yeah you're like, like yeah no, oh yeah. i see oh, it's in my headphones yeah right yeah are you guys seeing this? I, this is so good you have, i'm elbowing the person next yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah i love it <laughs> That's the best. That's the one thing I will say. People who don't put their shade down on an air on a daytime Criminals. air flight, and there's you know sometimes if you recline, you'll get like a window and a half, and then some people feel like maybe that window belongs to the person behind me. I don't know who's real estate. Just make an executive decision and close Just that. <laughs> Just go ahead and close it because nobody wants it open. Ever. Nope. No one. Never. Not one person. We were, uh, Mike, my podcast goes, Mike Cannon and I were flying to Chicago to do shows, and he was so tired because he's got a newborn kid. He's not sleeping much. And he's, to the whole time, he's like, I just can't wait to sleep on this flight. I'm going to sleep the whole time. And I, we're not sitting in the same row. I'm a few behind him. I immediately knock out. I wake up from this nap just right before we get to Chicago. I'm like yawning. I'm stretching. And then I look up and he has, uh, I look at his row and it's the only row in the entire plane where the person has kept their shade up and the sun is going directly into his, I see him with his, he's got his hood up. He's trying to block out the light, but it looks like he's under us, like an ant under a magnifying glass. Yeah, it's like it is going right. It is as if someone's holding a, light, a flashlight right here and he did not sleep three minutes on that flight, oh. which was so, it made me laugh so hard because I was like, I'm not even going to sleep. And then I was like, oh, I, I, I took a little nappy poo. I'm, I'm so well rested. And he's like, I hate you. Dude, I had a, a window seat on a flight where a guy was in the middle seat next to me. He leans over me and pulls up my window. Oh, no. Now that. And dude, I looked back at this guy. Yeah. Immediately. And I go. <laughs> yeah. I closed it in his freaking face, what, dude. Of course, as you should. I mean, that... My window. That is grounds for getting the air marshal, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bing, boom. Yeah. Excuse me. Hi. We have a terrorist right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You just yeah. start screaming bomb. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a terrorist, okay? Yeah. yeah. yeah really freak people he's out. He's a shade terrorist. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, a shade terrorist. I wonder if you say the word terrorist on a flight, how easily you'll get kicked off. 
I think it would be context, but I, I think for sure there would be some rabbit ears immediately. Like yeah, people would be think. focusing on you. Yeah. You know, I mean, but also like I don't think I yeah. don't think terrorists. Oh, I'm sorry. I want another sprite. Am I a sprite terrorist? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, like, okay, get on buddy. the ground, get on the ground. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I don't think that you can. I don't think terrorists call themselves terrorists you know what i mean so they're like that cognizant yeah yeah they're like i'm no one's gonna be like i'm a terrorist yeah, you no, know well, i'm good guy i just <laughs> I, I made him russian for some reason yeah. listen i'm i am good man listen, yes. I, you know i fight for our country i know about a, you i know about your donald and i am uh, i am not, no, no terrorist it's no. not a big deal and you know i fight for the right side oh no me and gilosh we fight yeah gilosh <laughs> <laughs> gilosh is a great name yeah, yeah this is my cousin gilosh, gilosh. it just sounds gilosh. like a man who could just snap your neck in three different Gilos, ways. Gilos, yeah, my name is Kraknov, yes. <laughs> yeah, crack. Anything with that K, that little Kraknov. Crack. No, yeah. crack. <laughs> Fuck, Russians have cool fucking names. They do. Man. Mike is such a fucking 80s, like is late your, 80s. Is your full name Michael? Yeah, yeah. This is how lazy my naming was. My dad's name is Thomas... Uh, Thomas Michael Feeney and uh, he wanted to name they wanted to be like a Thomas Jr. and my mom was like uh, nope not not doing that and then so they just switched the name so I'm Michael Thomas and he's Thomas Michael that's oh, how much wow. thought went into it it was like we don't want to come up with a name let's just call him my name no okay how about I'll call him my second name and then we'll give <laughs> let's him the do middle the reverse name. real quick yeah there was yeah. no like originality what's the most popular name in America right now Mike perfect that's who he is forever what's your heritage I am. Uh, my dad's 100% Irish, 100%. and uh, my mom is like a. He's a, a mutt. Blue, he's a green blood man. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. really is. And then my mom is a mutt, so she got like German, Czechoslovakian, Holland Dutch. Uh, you know, just all those like you know Western European countries sure. that are all in the middle there. Just yeah. pick like you know a handful of them and throw them in a blender, and that's essentially what I am. So heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pr predominantly Irish. How much did you get? Because we both grew up in the era of. TGIF was it nonstop with you getting yelled Feeny at you like from Boy Meets World? Hundred percent. And also, here's uh, well, there's a couple. This is a uh, this is a hot, this is a hot Feeny. <laughs> this is uh, this is gonna be a very unpopular opinion, but uh, I did not like that show, and I also wanted to like that. Oh, show. Oh, it looks like the black panel is back. Oh hell no! <laughs> wow, they did not like that. You said that you did not like Boy Meets World. But it was, continue. It was it was one of those shows where I'm like, I don't know what year it came out or my age, but I remember watching it, going like, this is too cheese dicky for me right now. You know okay. what I mean? Like it was a little too schmaltzy, a little too like. Uh, I don't like the lessons had to be learned every single mm. time. You know, I'm like I was always like a cartoon guy or growing cartoons. up. I mean, I grew up in like the height of Nickelodeon. So it was everything from like Ren and Stimpy to like even like Doug, Rugrats, Hey Arnold, like all of those kind of like uh you know, all those cartoons were, were, were my jam, you know? And then Cartoon Network had just come out. So yeah. like Dexter's Lab and all I, those things. I uh when I, I used to have very short hair like yours mm -hmm. and uh <laughs> I had uh, like buzzed on the side, like a two on the sides, and then like I'd, I'd push my hair up in the front with with uh, some gel. Uh, there would be some people at school that are like, "Man, you look like Doug." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Dang, yeah, I don't want to look like Doug." A Doug is such a. There's so many great lines in that show. That and like Rocco's Modern Life too. Rocco's Modern Life is like an adult. That and Ren and Stimpy were like adult cartoons. That I, if you go back and watch now, a lot of hidden the, stuff. The innuendos, are a lot of innuendos off wild. the charts. Yeah, like what they what they can. Get 
get through like over people's heads like with innuendo like that's what makes movies so good like Shrek and different stuff like that those DreamWorks movies and Pixar's right they put so much innuendo where the kids are uh, they're just happy to be there, and the parents are like, "Well, this is funny." Same for I mean, Simpsons, like Lego like, Batman and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, those are great, D- dude. Like Simpsons was, I guess, my number one, and that was, I mean, that was like the height of great Simpsons too. And that, that to me, I've been going back and watching like seasons, you know, four through ten or eleven, where it was really just they were hitting. Mm. Conan was there for a while writing oh, and yeah. stuff, and just those it, the jokes per minute, the writing efficiency is great, the adult humor on it. I was like, I remember laughing at this as a kid and not even knowing why but just knowing that like oh this is a funny thing i think yeah. you know it's so weird yeah you can laugh at innuendo without even getting the reference well also yeah you 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 look around too and you want to be in on it like when other people are laughing you're like oh this is funny yeah. you know what i mean it's the first imposter syndrome you face is <laughs> yeah. watching cartoons yeah, and your, yeah your adult parents are laughing and you're like okay oh, no no this guys. is comedy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i well, get this sexual reference are you from new york yeah, I'm from right outside New York City in Long Island. So, oh. uh, yeah, it was a, so it was in the suburbs. It was still like a bike. I always say it's like, you know, we were a weird middle class. Like, you know, we weren't like we had we had a pool, but we had like an above ground pool. So we were trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not you know, my neighbors. Oh, what? Yeah. The? <laughs> Somebody is getting fired for putting up that graphic. Wow. I You're lo- just going to call me out. There it is. Oh, yeah. Son of a gun. Hey, Skeeter. <laughs> there it is. I remember there was a line, Roger. It was. You can take it down. Yeah. <laughs> you can take it down. It was up for too long. I Dude, I remember there was a thing from Doug, and it's from the pilot. It's from the pilot episode of Doug. Uh-huh. Where he's, uh, where he's. He's in a fight with Roger Klotz, the fucking bully, you know? And Roger says a thing like uh, he makes fun of Doug and then he says something along the lines of being like, you know, he, he whatever he says, he insults Doug and then he la- he like cackles at it. Mm-hmm. And then Doug just says in the most like transparent, like cut through biting response I've ever heard. He just goes, you know, Roger, if you were funny, you wouldn't have to laugh at your own jokes. And I was like, oh, my. I remember as a kid being like. God damn, my shot's fired. God damn. Whoa, the panel is loving that. Shot's fired. <laughs> shot's fired. It was just, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, man. Like, if you were Roger in that moment, that's one of those things where you go like, ha, 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 ha. And then, like, later on, you go home and you're like, man, he's right. That really cut deep, you know? <laughs> yeah, you start looking up. Hello, darkness, <laughs> my old friend. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, I remember that line forever, though, because it's like, Jesus Christ. That's brutal. Yeah. Uh, I want to get into this next segment. Sure. It's segment called, it up. Yeah, it's called Fanning Out. Love it. Fanning out. I was keeping quiet in case you were cutting this post. So I didn't want to. No, wanna, no. Didn't want to throw it at any what? pearls. I'm leaving it in because guess what? Gage and Anthony and CJ, who are behind the glass, turned their back on the host. Yep. They put up a freaking Doug image next to me. Guess what? We've never done a side-by-side image live on the show before. Yeah. They learned the technology. They studied it and applied it to freaking roast me on my own show in front of my good friend Mike Feeney, yeah. whose album you can get on iTunes right now. Hell yeah. It's number one, Rage Against the Routine. Do you want to do any other plugs right now, Mike? Sure. I mean, I would love you to listen to Irish Goodbye Podcast or check out MikeFeeneyComedy.com or follow me on social media at I am Mike Feeney. I'm just so, I'm also, I'm up, as a friend of yours, I'm upset for you at the bl- the lack of disrespect. Uh, I'm lack seeing of respect. red right now, Mike. 
I don't even know if I can host the rest of this show. I believe in you. You can do it, but just listen. If you can't, I'll understand. God. Yeah. The Doug thing was crazy. I mean, it's. I mean, it was so fast. And I gotta be honest, I don't. I don't want to hurt you know our relationship in any way. But do if you, I'm being honest, I I I see it. I see you know it. What? I see you it. You know what? The questions are gone. Oh, no. I typed up all those questions this morning. I copy and pasted from my Instagram to Twitter. Stagehand, get me my paper I just threw. <laughs> get me that paper. You better bring your buttocks in here right now. Don't show your face. Just hand in the frame. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look down at the ground. There yeah, we go. Give it to me. Give Perfect. it to me. Guess what? Jeremiah got hot this episode guess what mike came in hot from new york and yeah. jeremiah got hotter in la you, you picked up that new york rage i love it so what was your family life like oh um it was uh no that's not one of the questions <laughs> i was I like that's such a heavy be, I know, but i thought it would be <laughs> a great contrast okay this comes from um People also ask questions and as well as character suggestions. Okay. Uh, I like this one. From Irritated Tomcat on Instagram. Have you ever done a show with one of your comedy heroes outside of like a comedy festival? Um, yeah. I mean, I've been in New York. You know, you're, you're always on. There's so many amazing comedians in New York. I mean, my, <clears throat> my heroes, you know, growing up and stuff were like, you know, George Carlin and uh, Jerry Seinfeld. and so, But I also really loved, you know, like comedic actors like Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, these guys who are very big and stuff. But I've been on shows with Seinfeld before, obviously, in New York, and that is just, uh, it's a crazy, actually, this is crazy. My f So my first time ever doing stand-up comedy in New York City was at Gotham Comedy Club. Uh, I used to just do like those little like bringer shows when I first started, and then I didn't, I didn't, I, and I, you know, I didn't work there. But years later, I started working there. So this was kind of like my first them their first time seeing me in maybe seven years of doing comedy. So now I want to bring the heat. I'm I'm featuring for uh, for Robert Kelly, who's just an absolute one of the best comedians, and uh, I'm featuring for him. It's 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 sold out at Gotham Comedy Club. I think it's 300, 250, 300 people, and I'm kind of nervous because I'm like I just want to make a good impression. I want to get in at this club. I want to do a good job for you know opening for Robert, and uh, I'm like. The host is about to go on stage to bring me on, and right before I do, you know, Jerry walks in, and uh, they're immediately like, Jerry's going to go on before you, which it's like, I mean, if you're not in the comedy world, I'll explain the level of when a person of that size and magnitude comes in, and then you have to follow them. It's... It's like one of those surfing videos where there's the 200-foot wave and then you're just the guy who gets like flung in on the jet ski and you just yep. got to kind of hold and hope. So he comes in. He come, He walks up to a standing ovation, of course, because he's Seinfeld. He does 20 minutes and, I mean, murders. Obliterates. Murders. Yeah. And then just goes, all right, have a good night, and then leaves to a standing ovation. The entire place, the room is buzzing. It's just this audible, like like the ground is lava kind of a, yeah. And then they, and another comedian friend of mine is with me, and he is howling laughing because as comedians, we get this sick pleasure of watching our oh, friends. the sickest pleasure. Yeah, of knowing our friends are going to bomb. It's the, We laugh at our friends 
not doing well on stage harder than we've ever laughed when they're killing. Oh, 100%. Every single time. If there's ever, if you're at a comedy show and people are, and so the comic on stage is bombing, but there's a lot of laughter coming from the back, that's their friends who are yeah. comedians. Yeah. And so my friend's like, dude, you're going to bomb. You're going to, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to eat it so bad, dude. This is crazy. And so I'm, you know, sweating, uh, I'm peeing, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then uh, they bring me up and, uh, you know, I initially, I don't remember what the first thing I said, but I was like, ah, I can't, it's Jerry Seinfeld was here. And then they clap one more time for Jerry. And I was like, you guys want to see him do one more joke? And then they all went crazy. And I was like, you know what? Let's bring him back out of here. Jerry, get back up here. But of course, Jerry had already left the building. So they, were, so they got so excited thinking that he was going to, like, I could bring him back on. I was like, no, he's, he's gone, you guys. And then they thankfully laughed. And I proceeded to have, I'm not kidding, the best set of the entire year that I had. Whoa. So there's two ways that they could go. You could either have a bomb fest where you'll never follow them or you could ride that wave that they yeah. had and I think it was just because he was unannounced that they were so happy that they got to see him that I could have been just soft shoeing up there and they would have loved anything that I did. So awesome. I, it thankfully worked out well, which is not, doesn't make for a great story because now I just sound like this asshole. I was like, and then I followed Seinfeld and did okay. Uh, <laughs> I but, followed Seinfeld and it wasn't a problem yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now I work at Gotham Comic Club. But no, uh, following Seinfeld was great. But I've also been on shows with other, you know, super famous. You know, I followed, I followed Bird two nights ago in New York yes. and that was tough because he's just so great and he get, he puts the audience in such a you know he really twists them you know he makes yeah. them feel uncomfortable and then i gotta come up and go up afterwards and then yeah that was that was a hole to dig out of <laughs> yeah to be honest i follow the probably one of the hardest i've had to follow was ck in his prime oh like at sure. the height of his fame i followed him in the or oh at the God. comedy store he unannounced pop in yeah came in and uh, yeah, oh. it was very difficult. I mean, when he did the thing at uh, at Skankfest, that was oh, I mean, uh, you know, Michael Che had to follow him. And I think Che's first line was like, I only agreed because, you know, Louis murdered. And he's like, I only agreed to let him go up because I thought we all still hated him, which is like such a funny line That's to funny. say. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, but of course, Che killed anyway. So, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, so this one comes from. This is just a weird question. Okay. At JTZus on Instagram, would you rather have to walk like a crab for 15 minutes a day or only be able to poop standing up? Oh, that's not even... That's that's so easy to me. Mm. I would definitely walk like a crab for 15 minutes a day because that's... Uh, poop standing up is... Well, first off, the crab thing... I, it seems like a good workout. You know, I'm getting working on the tries. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A little tricep workout. It seems like it's like some sort of... Uh, it depends if I'd have to do it in public or not. I right. mean, that would be kind of yeah, terrifying. I'd like to do it in the... <laughs> if I have to look like... If I had to go to the bus... Safety of my own home? Yeah, if I'm on the subway looking like a ring, the character from the ring. But um, but if I could just walk 15 minutes a day, I think that would be a good little tricep bag. And pooping standing up is an absolute... Can you imagine a worse nightmare? You can't even squat. So you have to just... It'll immediately cake into your ass cheeks and now you got shit all over it's but, gonna land on your legs well here's the thing though if you if you're pooping standing up like think about horses and stuff they right. get really good at it where they're just trotting along and and they're able to just poop willy-nilly and they don't they never wipe their butts not that they smell great but like but they have the tail to kind of waft it away is that what it's for just, yeah. the tail is the do right. not go in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But also, here's the thing. One thing horses don't do that I do is uh, drink coffee. So oh, horses so, have so horses dry... Have, <laughs> yeah, horses have dry, grassy shits. Mine would be like... Projectiles. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. The people in my immediate vicinity would really pay a price. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, you'd have to... It would have to be a different society all of a sudden. The toilets would have to be... Like more like uh, standing the urinals. urinals. Yeah, yeah, standing urinals. I saw a guy cool. take a shit in a urinal before. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it never is not funny. Yeah, <laughs> you. But then you always go. You didn't bring toilet paper, so you didn't wipe. Yeah. So that's a weird. I remember seeing my my buddy in high school uh, poop in a urinal, like me, <laughs> walking in on the bathroom and having his penis stuck. His legs, <laughs> <laughs> the kid that pooped in the urinal, and then like, like, uh, like the janitor. I mean, obviously the custodians get so mad because you can't Rightfully flush so. a poop in no. the in the urinal. So they I, have to go in with a glove, like it's a like it's a large mouth bass, and they're scooping it out of the water. The confidence that you have to have too to lay a log on a on a urinal is, you know, you got to be that level of a prank. Like I, you know, yeah. I love pranks and stuff like that. But I that never, one is... I never went that ham in school. With well, because there's no, there's no. That's just like, uh, there's not a lot of. There's more victims than there are. Yeah, you don't get a lot of positive feedback. Like, <laughs> like, dude, that was hilarious. This is like literally, you're just doing it because you're a psychopath. Yeah, it just smells like shit in here now, and now I have to like pee blast your shit away. You know, <laughs> it's gonna take me so many pees to really break this up and right. you know, get it. And it just, it smell. It's a yeah. It's not. It's a lot of a lot of victims in that crime. Uh, okay. This one comes from at CTK 49 er on, on Twitter. Uh, Jeremiah, can he beat you in uh one-on-one in basketball? Do you play basketball? I do play basketball. I actually just played, I was in the New York comedy festival. We did a charity basketball tournament oh. with a bunch of comedians. It was amazing. It was like Gary Goldman was there and like my can, my cannon, my partner and I did it. my part, my part, my life partner and I, uh, we did that. And, uh, but there were so many great, comedians that played and uh we realized real quick that playing full court 12 minute quarters is too much for comedians oh, yeah. because even the most in shape comedian i mean the final score was 66 63 and we must have taken a total of 456 shots because it was there was like 11 air balls people are dry heaving someone went to puke at one point i mean it just was it was it was a scene man it was wow. a lot of the first i think the first Four minutes of the first quarter, nobody scored a basket. It was just like Little League. You know, and like you watch like T-ball, baseball, and like, you know, there's like all the five-year-olds playing. And no matter where the five-year-old hits the T-ball, every position runs after the ball. You know, mm -hmm. it could be a dribbler on the infield and the center fielder is running in to get the ball. Like, that's what it looked like. It was like bad news bears, but for basketball. But I can play a little bit. I'm good at I'm good at uh, defense, but you feel like you'd be good too because you got you get a lot of rebounds. Like maybe you probably have the same game. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, it actually, it, we'll have to play sometime. I love it. Let's do it. Uh, how is Gary Goldman? He used to play in like college. He's great. And here's the thing about Gary that's so funny. It's like Gary was also doing like commentary while playing, which uh, which oh, is so fun. Yeah. And he kept leaning in and saying things anytime he was, you know, on the bench, like, you know, we rotated out. But um, one of the times, so Gary Goldman tweets out like, a, you know, kind of like a comedy tip for people every single day. That's like his thing that he's, you know, been known for this year doing. And uh, at one point early in the game, you know, 
someone tried to pass the ball to a different teammate and he he just tried to steal it but instead he kind of like just got it right off the end of his fingertips and then we got the ball back and as we're running back down on a fast break towards the other side of the court he just goes that's a Goldman tip for you like he just starts immediately <laughs> and he's like I'll tweet that out like, you know so he's, he's adding bits his contact fell out and he's like I'm okay most people wouldn't have been okay but I'm okay I was able to put it back in without the solution he's you just know? killing yeah yeah he was just yeah, in between yeah he was really he was he was murder. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> That's great. Uh, this one comes from. Oh, there's a lot of good ones. Um, somebody said, I don't know. I guess this is a character suggestion from Acrylic underscore Thumbs on Twitter. Uh, I think they want you to be a Disney prince. A Disney prince. I think you have maybe you have that look about you. That's what what they what they are thinking. Well, that was funny too, because somebody at, at, uh, at kill Tony, the, the, that comedian, David Lucas that had a great set. He, mm -hmm. he was like, we had a little roast back and forth there. And then he, at one point he just started saying things that I was taking as compliments where he's like, man, you look like the star in like a, in a soap opera. And, and I was like, like oh, oh the that people that make tons of money. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that sounds like you're saying I'm attractive. He's like, you look like the lead singer of a boy band. I'm like this, all of this. Okay. Uh, you, I'm not yeah. taking any of yeah, this. This, personally. Is, this is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Do you but have what anything did, else? What did they, uh, uh, what did they say it I, was again? Uh, Disney Prince. Disney Prince. Oh man, I feel like I could be a Disney. It's they're they're always like, isn't it weird that Disney princes they always have a thing where they're uh, they're a little clumsy? Do you notice that a lot with the Disney princes? Yeah, they're kind of bumbling. Yeah, but they yeah. always have they always have that smooth talking like, hey, how are you? Know, and the, but but at the same time, I'm, I mean, I guess I go right to Aladdin. But even though he's. Like, <laughs> So not, I'm, I'm a princess. I'm singing, and then like you approach me. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Um, hey there, hey there, princess. You know you have a you have a beautiful voice. Hello there. Oh, did you uh, did you uh, learn that song by yourself, or did you make that up? Or? I taught myself all those notes. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> and, and I noticed that your your little parrot that you have with you is. Uh, is is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, it seems like uh, not not many princesses have parrots. Well, you know, um, it is my spirit animal. So, uh -huh. oh, okay, yeah. you you like to perch a lot, then. Uh yes. Well, that's why I'm up here in this castle. I wish a big, strong man could get me out of here. Well, if I find one, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a, I'm a prince, so I I don't have I don't have physical powers, but my. <laughs> Well, could you translate what the parrot said? I, I don't speak. To um. You. Yes. Uh huh. Oh. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my pussy tonight. <laughs> Boy, I mean that was wildly convenient, and uh, to be honest, ah, go down on him. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Um. He. He, I guess he learned uh, a, few, a few things. I've been so lonely. Uh, I haven't had any male interaction in so many years. So I've just been dreaming about my prince. <laughs> I did promise that parrot uh, the right to all of Macedonia if he if he was able to put in a good uh, word. Suck his dick from the back. <laughs> Thank you. Stop it, you. I'm so sorry. I just, my imagination goes wild in this castle. I've been so locked up for so long. Would you please come up and rescue me? This dragon is just circling around the castle. Oh, and whoa, I hope whoa, that he gets whoa. out of here so fast. You didn't say anything about a dragon now. I mean, I, listen, princess, I mean. Ah, that, you got a big fat pussy. <laughs> okay, I don't know whoa, where this is coming pussy. from. 
I feel like this. You're you're sort of trying to entrap me. Is what it feels like because you got the parrot luring me up with the siren song of the thing, and now, yeah. But now there's a drag. I didn't. You didn't say anything about vesting a drag. Well, he lives in the back of the mountain, silly. So he he's sleeping. He's been sleeping for centuries. Come get me. Could you? I, now I don't want to be rude here. I don't want to put you on the spot. But could you? Because the parrot seems to be telling the truth. Could you ask the parrot? If it's worth slaying this dragon for, you know, the giant pussy that oh, you... Okay, he heard you. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, he's nodding. Mm-hmm. Okay, nodding's a good Okay, sign. he's thinking about it. <laughs> She'll let you fist your butt if you come up here. Okay, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Fisting the butt. All right, let's... let's me, show me this dragon, goddammit. I'm ready. I said he's sleeping. I'm ready. <laughs> That's me. the perfect time to vanquish him when he's sleeping. Okay, he's up in the mountain. <laughs> She's gonna go finger herself. Okay, um, sorry, I'm just uh, gonna go. <laughs> I mean, this is the show. I mean, uh, this is it. This is it, man. <laughs> this is our animated series about the princess who's way too filthy for <laughs> for for Disney. For Disney, yeah. Uh, Welcome to Disney Plus XX. Yeah, imagine that's the, what the channel is. <laughs> the extended porn scenes from Disney that you wish would have been on the network, but now it's all streaming. <laughs> have you ever taken your kid to a Disney film and thought, "Hey, that princess is kind of hot. I wonder if she's had a filthy mouth." <laughs> <laughs> well, now don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just how she comes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, guys? It went off the rails as soon as you put up that dog image. Yeah. I got in a weird place. I got in a weird son of a gun. How <laughs> dare you do this to me right now? This is so. There it is. This is so. That is so. I mean, this is this is incredible. This is so infuriating. <laughs> Look at me, I'm angry, Doug, right now. It's supposed to be Skeeter, but it just was a, a truck barreling down a highway. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh man. Um, let's do this last question. Um. Uh, and then we'll get into the final segment, which is freaking uh, sax talk. Oh, I love sax talk. Yeah, it's that good. It's that good. Good. Um, before we do this last question, though, guys, I'd like to tell you that uh, you should come see me in St. Louis at Helium Comedy Club, November 29th through 30th. If you're in the area, uh, Kill Tony is going on tour in Ohio uh, in December, and then I'll be headlining in Kansas City at the Kansas City Comedy Club. Uh, December 19th through 21st and Chicago, Zanies Rosemont, January 2nd through 4th. I'm headlining there. And uh, we've got yeah. more Kill Tony's coming up in Houston, Calgary, and uh, Buffalo, New York just got added. I'm headlining uh, February 6th through 8th, Buffalo, New York. Go out and see Jeremiah. He's one of the tops. You're, you do kind of have a natural old-timey... I feel like I could do a better one off of the. I mean, that thing is great, but I just feel like... Here, let's see how this is. Hey, hey, okay. Maybe it's just turned up a little bit too loud. Here we go. Try about this. This this should be pretty good right here. 
That's <clears throat> that's Ovaltine for what's good for you, see? And you gotta go see Jeremiah Watkins. He's one of the best working in the business today. Go see him, and boy, oh boy, will you be fun. And this episode is sponsored, of course, by Laramie Cigarettes. Smoke it until your lungs are dead and brown. Laramie and Bryson. <laughs> uh, this comes from J. Allen Isn't My Name. Okay, on Twitter. Uh, being that it has brought both grassroot opportunities professionally and insecurity-provoking vitriol personally, is the comedy world better or worse now that social media has made fans feel so familiar with performers? That's a deep question. It is man. a deep question. Holy shit. Um, it's deeper than the the voice on this thing, which now I... Uh, that's a Deep question. <laughs> I just keep like queuing it up, and oh, it's a, I press the wrong thing anyway. This thing is great. I'm gonna get one of these for my house. Um, I think the answer to that, man, is uh, I don't know. I think that there's something to be said, and it goes back to the psychology of like people. If you think about people who watch the news, right? You have people that watch one news program every night, and and it comes from that psychology of. There's the, the anchor is staring into the camera and the audience feels like they're being spoken directly to. Mm -hmm. So they feel like they know the person because over years they're like, I'm telling you the news, I'm telling you this. And I think that's the same with podcasts. You're, you're eavesdropping on a conversation that people are having and they feel like they're a part of it. You know, they feel like they're in that circle. So, and, and to a fault on Irish Goodbye podcast, we reveal way too much about ourselves. And will that become an eventual big problem in my life in terms of having to explain to my child someday all of the shit that I admit willingly? Like, you know. Dude, I accidentally revealed that I was called Doug in high school and my own team turned on me here <laughs> and started putting up graphics of Doug and animations. Let's just say we're not even that high tech yet on this show. Yeah. This is unbelievable that they were able to queue up those graphics. I'm still, I'm fuming red over hot. this. I'm red hot. Red hot. I love that song. What are the best things? When I'm gonna ever. give it to your mama. But wouldn't you say though that I think it's it's a net good thing because podcast has given us the ability to grow our own fan base. You yeah, know, but I it, think yeah, it cuts out. I mean, it's amazing. Like because the old traditional way is you would have had to have gotten on a sitcom or a network or yes. something. And you, we have way more of the control and the power in our hands now. If you're a motivator, if you're a hustler and you're putting out good stuff, then people will kind of come to you now versus 100%. like you used to kind of have to wait around more. I, I do feel like, though, a lot of us would have already made it had it been the 80s or 70s, though. Right, yeah. There was so much, such less people trying the, to do it. The and it talent wasn't a, pool was, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot thinner. And that's the thing, too, though. I mean, the one part that feels weird, I mean, it's, it's again, it's this double-edged sword, man. Like, if I go on the road and people come out to shows, that's already a great feeling yeah. if you know that they're there for you. But, like, also after shows, people will be like, I got you a dirty martini because I know that's your favorite drink. Or you're like, yeah, I love so that. Nice. But then other times they'll be like, so, like, how's Erica doing? I know she had, like, a doctor's appointment. And you're like, all right, this is, uh, you know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah, or, yeah. or the other time, sometimes people will come up to you, again, because they've listened to the podcast or they've heard me on something else and they feel as though they know me so they don't introduce themselves they just go like hey what's going on mike and i have the insecurity that most comics do which is oh no i've met this person before of course we have a relationship because they are approaching me very casually and already talking to me so i am just going to pretend that i have met you so i'll just go oh hey how's it going good to see you again even though we've never met and 
that's the responsibility of the person coming up, I think, to let you know, like, hey, dude, we've never met before, but blah, blah, blah. Like, right. introduce yourself for the love of God, because otherwise the whole time I'm going, am yeah, I an wait, asshole? Wait, yeah, did I meet this person? Where did I meet them? Yeah, I'm an asshole now. That's yeah. why I feel terrible. So I think, but no, overall, I think it's a net thing. Oh, net positive? What do you think? Yeah? I think it's, yeah, yeah, I think it's good overall, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think um, I think it's also on us to to keep certain things separate with certain relationship things other right. because people are going to consume as much as we allow ourselves to put out you know sure. what i mean so that's that's where it becomes our job as the performer and the the personal stuff where it's like okay i'm going to keep this stuff kind of more sheltered from the public than yeah. other things yeah i mean there's some things you got to keep private but we we live in such like an open heart you know industry right now where it's truth telling is at an all-time high uh, this one, this was a comment that I saw on Twitter that I didn't print off, but it kind of made me laugh. So I'll try to find it real quick. Um, somebody wanted to give us the character suggestion. Mm-hmm. Of, Is it John Mulaney again? <laughs> like, no, no, no. Um, it was Closeted Gangsters. <laughs> closeted Gangsters? That's very fun. <laughs> uh I forget the who, what person on Twitter. Shout out to whoever did that. I always thought that would be maybe a really Gage can pull that up. Maybe you can pull up a graphic of something that I actually need right now. That isn't Doug. Yeah, that, that isn't Doug. Um, so it's, so okay. I think we're a couple. Yeah, I figured we're a couple. Uh, you know, a couple of guys sitting. Uh, you know, uh, over. Yeah, you know, just meeting up. Uh, you know. We run some books and stuff like yeah. that. We're doing have doing a our Peugeot, lunch. Have yeah. a little Peugeot, talk about some stuff, you know. But yeah. uh, I gotta tell you, that guy over there, you see, uh, you see Tony. He's a he's a good looking guy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what do you mean exactly? He's Tony, good looking yeah. guy. Man. You know, no, I mean, I got you know, of course, I got a wife and a kid. I'm not gonna do nothing. But you know, at the same time, you know, I wouldn't mind rolling around in that hay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what you're saying, other than you know, I mean, sometimes when I look at Tony, I guess you know, I'm kind of curious, like, what's his sauce taste like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's a normal thing, you know. It's not, you yeah, know, it's I mean, not, it's not, not Love to love to my mother. I swear to God, my grandma. I mean, dude, I, you you, you should have seen what I did to my wife last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I just blew it out. Tell me. Yeah, I just, you know, I just, I. It's one of those things. I couldn't even, I couldn't even get it down. It was so oh, raging. You know what I mean? Maron, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's one of those let things. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm be honest with you because mm-hmm. you know I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. You know, okay. But uh, if sometimes you know you be trying to have sex with your wife and you go. Uh, yeah, you know, in your head, you know, in your head now. You in know, your, it's, it's totally in the head. It's not real. It's not, it's not, it's not real. real. But sometimes you know? in your head, you just go, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind if this was, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio under me. You know what I mean? Something I mean, like that. You know, you know I mean, sometimes you know, like a Christian Bale or somebody would pop yeah, in, but it's like totally yeah. normal. Or like you know, sliced alone. That's it. You know, yeah. that's Italian. Oh, you know, oh, oh, sorry, I think it's I mean, part of the heritage. Oh, you know, it's one of those things where you know, it's one of those things where you know, you want to make mama proud. You wouldn't mind going fourteen rounds with him. What what are we talking about here? I mean, come on, we got to get to these books. You know. No, let's get to the books. Totally you know, those saying, you know, something weird, weird how the pencil looks like a dick, you know? I, I mean, I mean, have you ever put the uh, the uh, the eraser in your mouth just to see what it feels like? Have I put the eraser in my yeah, mouth? Yeah, have you ever put what it in your you, mouth What before? are you talking about? Whoa, whoa, I'm wait. Saying, whoa. Have you put it in your mouth? What are you trying to imply? I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, you know, I have, but, you know, that's not a, yeah, you know, I mean, that's not something know, I didn't know other you people put did it, that, too. You, you know, know, anywhere else, I mean. Yeah, well, no, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, not that I would want to put it. I mean, here's what I'd say. If my wife puts something back there, I can't be held accountable. I, I mean, like, I can't be held accountable for what she puts back there. What are you going to do? 
Well, you can do, and it's, it's small enough, so it's not like you know. It's I mean, not dude, like a, it's if not it was like a number real... four pencil, I mean, get out of here. You know, this kind of, this kind of. No, so I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this because you know, you know, I sometimes I make my own, you know, I make my own sausages. You know, so I, I take the hasso prasat. You know, yeah. I, I, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you. I, you know, I, I explored the nether regions of my body with the little hasso prasat. Uh, sometimes you know? I Google strong men stirring stromboli. You ever do that? Ah. Oh. No, you do that's that? a great. That, what a it's great. Three. I mean, you but know, I, it's just like hairy arms. I'm, I mean, it's just kind of. A, I don't know if it's weird. I don't I know. Mean, I think it's kind of manly, I if mean, anything. Can I ask you this though? Yeah. Like, I feel like we're being open here. I think and, we're and being please, totally open. I you mean, know. you know, we got to get these books in a second. But what are the you going to say? I, I, I kind of. Sometimes I just want to be held by a man. You ever feel that? Yeah. Oh, thank God. I got to tell you, because I, I mean, I'm a man. I mean, like, I'm, a, I'll, I'll break your fucking like a, skull, okay? No, no, I will ruin I you will if you come at me. I, I will grab a baseball bat. I'll knock your jaw clean off of my block. You'll never see that. the end of the day. You're dead. But what? at the same time. I would love to be caressed sometimes. You know, you know I just want to be the little spoon. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. You'll be the marinara. Yeah. I'll be the little yeah, spoon. Yeah, you be the big fork. I'll be the little fork. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Plug me up. Yeah, come on. So what were we talking about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Closeted <laughs> gangsters. Anthony Thomas underscore Anthony one. Thank Thomas. you for that awesome suggestion. That's great. Yeah, that's such and a. And thanks funny... for the freaking pixelation, you douchebag gauge. <laughs> yeah, the, you freaking douche. Yeah, the you can get a Doug was that Doug was high def Doug, but then the Twitter comments are pixelated AF. Okay, gauge. It was Instagram. Anthony. That was Instagram? Yeah. How dare you come on this show to tell me I'm wrong? <laughs> I can't even. I'm trying to play the character of a guy who is like a bad boss. I can't do it. I love Gage. He's a good guy. But that was pix it was pixelated. And I will stand by that. He's sending that me a heart really emojis. <sighs> we got it, guys. I love it when it goes off the rails. And you know what? Gage knows that that's what makes the show good too. And he's He's poking Papa Bear today. He's poking me with I the like, freaking stick. I gotta, I gotta be honest. I know he's definitely causing it, but I, I'd like to think, and I don't want to be a guy who's taking up too much, taking too much credit for this, but I am gonna inject myself in here. I do think my New York energy is kind of, it's kind I of. I like, I love your New York energy. You. you know what I mean? I think, you're I think some of that anger. You're breathing some fresh air. Yeah. You some of that like Irish vitriol. vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, it's good. It's stirring the pot, and I like it. Yeah, angry Jeremiah. It's a fun. You know what, people. Love angry Jeremiah. Yeah. And guess what? I have anger issues. Okay, <laughs> I, so I'm glad you like it because I bury everything deep yeah. inside. And sometimes Gage will swirl his cuticle around my belly button just to see how much angrier I can get. Well, guess what? I'm freaking pissed right now with Feeney on the show. I mask my anger with a constant smile and a sunny disposition, but just know deep down inside, I am purely... Oh, I thought you were going to finish that. <laughs> Angry. <laughs> you, you, wound, you literally wound, wound up, up I was like waiting, you were going to say I was something. waiting for you to finish, and I was going to say, which reminds me. Yeah. Send in your kindness challenge letters to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Guess what? We haven't been receiving many emails lately. Are you guys not being kind? I don't want to just keep telling my stories on the show over and over because then it sounds like this guy's a hack and he's just being braggadocious. That's not the point of the kindness challenge. It's to inspire others to be kind. Oh, I love that. That's great. Inspire others to be kind. That's what I'm trying to do. 
Oh no, Jeremiah. Let's See, just this get is, into this last segment. Your Mike. emotions are all over oh, the map. Oh my today, goodness! Bro. Oh, I am so hormonal right now. What is going on? <laughs> That time. That time. Uh, let's get into this last segment. Mm-hmm. Sax talk. Sax talk. Oh. Sax talk. So this takes place uh, when I was still a virgin. Okay, so I was still a virgin at the time, and I had the option to lose my virginity early. Yeah. And so I was, uh, I think I was uh, 15, maybe 15 years old. And uh, hit me, baby. So this woman goes, uh, this woman, she was, she was also 15. She, uh, she said to me, she goes, why don't we go see a movie together? So I was very excited. I was like, hell yeah, let's go see this movie. So we decided to go uh, see the film with Eddie Murphy and Robert De Niro called Showtime. So it was this buddy cop film or whatever. So we go to meet up there. And I'm very excited to, to see this movie. And then she suggests, right before we walk in, she goes, why don't we instead skip the movie, go into the woods behind the theater, and you can, and I'm quoting, you can fuck me up against a tree. Now, here's the thing. That was... Quite an offer, one that I, you know, you can't really refuse it. However, uh, as a as a fifteen year old virgin, uh, the idea of fucking vertically and against a tree was something that I don't think I could do now. Let alone as a kid. So I decide I tried to, and also I had just heard so many good things about the movie Showtime. <laughs> So I say, uh, hey, why don't we go see the movie first, get all jazzed up on this great buddy cop flick, and then afterwards maybe we'll do the fucking in the woods thing. So she says to me, uh, nope, it has to be one or the other. Fuck me against the tree. Oh, also, it was raining, by the way. So it was cold, raining, and fucking up against a tree standing vertically. So I say, uh, why don't we go see the movie? And she goes, you got to choose one or the other. Either you're going to go fuck me against this tree right now, or you're going to go watch this movie alone and by yourself. And I think you guys who have seen me and listened to me so far know what I did. I saw Showtime. (laughs) I saw it by myself. And I got to tell you, it was a terrible film. (laughs) And that was it. That was my sex story.
It's so weird that you played that because that's exactly the song that was playing as I walked home in the rain sad after that. The raindrops keep falling <laughs> on my head. 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 I head. shouldn't have seen that movie. I wish I got some head sitting <laughs> in the rain. Oh, raindrops keep falling and I got no head. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Mike Feeney, it has Brother. been a... Pleasure, my friend. This has been great. You're an improv master. I love everything you got going on. I love everything you do. You're so funny. You're so nice. There's not one person in the comedy scene that is ever, uh, when your name is brought up, that is never synonymous with funny guy, super nice guy, which I think are the two most valuable things you could be in comedy. Oh, so, thanks, um, dude. I appreciate you telling I me that. Love, I always love running into you. And, uh, you know, I know. Great. Anytime we have an excuse for when I have an excuse to go out on the East Coast or you come here, it's always a pleasure, my friend. It's always a party. Thanks for Get his me. freaking album, yes, guys. Check it out. It's on if iTunes. It's also available everywhere. If you can't afford the $10, which I would hope. It's on Spotify, right? Yeah, it's on Spotify. It's yeah. everywhere you can listen to an album. Listen to it. Share it. Spread it around. It's my debut album. And, uh, yeah. It's a big deal. Check out Irish Goodbye Podcast. Love you, dude. Thanks for coming by. Thank you, pal. My goodness. (laughs) Gage put up. What is. He put up the bully's name. Roger. Who's the freaking bully? Roger? Roger Klotz. Roger Klotz? That's Gage? (laughs) He bullied you. That's why he's been bullying me the whole show. Because he's Roger. Because he's Roger. (laughs) Holy shit. Dude, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, hell yeah.